This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 261, Fixed Mindset versus Growth Mindset, and I'm a Very Slow Thinker, by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hey, 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 welcome to Optimal Living Daily, the blogcast, podcast, and audio blog, and sometimes audiobook, but not today. Today is Sivers Sunday, which is something that I haven't done in a while, because his posts tend to be really short, and I've already read most of the ones that fit with the premise of this show, but there is a brand new one on his site that I'm going to read to you, plus an older one, but before we get into it, I do give away a book on the first of every month to a random person on my mailing list. And it's almost the end of the month, so if you're interested in that, just listen through to the end of the episode and you'll hear how to be a part of that. But for now, let's jump right in to Sivir Sunday and start optimizing your life. Fixed Mindset versus Growth Mindset by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. One of the most important concepts I've learned is the difference between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. It's a little bit like nature versus nurture. People in a fixed mindset believe you either are or aren't good at something based on your inherent nature because it's just who you are. People in a growth mindset believe anyone can be good at anything because your abilities are entirely due to your actions. This sounds simple, but it's surprisingly deep. The fixed mindset is the most common and the most harmful, so it's worth understanding and considering how it's affecting you. For example, in a fixed mindset, you believe she's a natural-born singer or I'm just no good at dancing. In a growth mindset, you believe anyone can be good at anything. Skill comes only from practice. The fixed mindset believes trouble is devastating. If you believe you're either naturally great or will never be great, then when you have any trouble, your mind thinks, see, you'll never be great at this. Give up now. The growth mindset believes trouble is just important feedback in the learning process. Can you see how this subtle difference in mindset can change everything? More examples? In a fixed mindset, you wanna hide your flaws so you're not judged or labeled a failure. In a growth mindset, your flaws are just a to-do list of things to improve. In a fixed mindset, you stick with what you know to keep up your confidence. In a growth mindset, you keep up your confidence by always pushing into the unfamiliar to make sure you're always learning. In a fixed mindset, you look inside yourself to find your true passion and purpose as if this is a hidden, inherent thing. In a growth mindset, you commit to mastering valuable skills regardless of mood, knowing passion and purpose come from doing great work, which comes from expertise and experience. In a fixed mindset, failures define you. In a growth mindset, failures are temporary setbacks. In a fixed mindset, you believe if you're romantically compatible with someone, you should share all each other's views and everything should just come naturally. In a growth mindset, you believe a lasting relationship comes from effort and working through inevitable differences. In a fixed mindset, it's all about the outcome. If you fail, you think all effort was wasted. In a growth mindset, it's all about the process, so the outcome hardly matters. And yes, the mindset itself is not fixed. You can change your mindset just by thinking it through. I've talked about this in my Meaning of Life talk and my Why You Need to Fail talk if you're interested in checking those out too, both on Sivers.org. But I get no credit for these insights. This is all from Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, and Josh Waitskin's book, The Art of Learning, both of which I highly recommend. I Am a Very Slow Thinker by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. When a friend says something interesting to me, I usually don't have a reaction until much later. When someone asks me a deep question, I say, 
hmm, I don't know. The next morning, I have an answer. I'm a disappointing person to try to debate or attack. I just have nothing to say in the moment except maybe, good point. Then a few days later, after thinking about it a lot, I have a response. This probably makes me look stupid in the moment, but I don't mind. I'm not trying to win any debates. In fact, I'll tell you a secret. For most of those interviews at sivers.org I, they sent me their questions a week in advance. I spent hours writing down answers from different perspectives before choosing the most interesting one. Then once we were in a live conversation, I'd try to make it sound spontaneous. It's a common belief that your first reaction is the most honest, but I disagree. Your first reaction is usually outdated. Either it's an answer you came up with long ago and now use instead of thinking, or triggering a knee-jerk emotional response to something that happened long ago. If you take some time to think it through, you might find that your first reaction wasn't current and true. Or if it was, then you could say so with more conviction. Point is, when you're less impulsive and more deliberate like this, it can be a little inconvenient for other people, but that's okay. Someone asks you a question, you don't need to answer. You can say, I don't know, and take your time to answer after thinking. Things happen, someone expects you to respond, but you can say, we'll see. And maybe through example, you can show them that they can do the same. Can you imagine how the world would work if this was the norm? You just listened to the post titled Fixed Mindset versus Growth Mindset and I'm a Very Slow Thinker, both by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. I totally related to that last post. I feel like I'm a super slow thinker like that too and was just ruminating on that recently. So it was weird to hear him express that. And it's probably something many of you relate to also. And now at the top of the show, I mentioned that I give away a book to a random person on my mailing list on the first of every month. And we're nearing that time again. So if you wanna be a part of that and also hear from me personally, often with pictures, and get some really useful spreadsheets and a video tutorial, all for free, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there. Or you can just text the word optimal to the number 44222. That's optimal to 44222 for a faster way to join. Either way works, and once you're in, you'll get your digital downloads from me automatically, and you'll be entered to win books every single month. And that's it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with Minimalist Monday. So I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.